We're talking Kiwis Rugby League now, very, very close now to what will be a ground-breaking test match over in Colorado, United States of America, Mile High Stadium. It's the English taking on the Kiwis, and we're joined by head coach of the Kiwis, Michael Madge McGuire. Uh, Michael, how do you prefer to be addressed? I keep hearing Madge all the time. Is that kosher or what? <laughs> Oh, look, I've tried to lose match for a long time, so I think it's probably going to stick. I've sort of tried to get to Michael, but it's a uh, match from uh, everyone I do. I'll better climb on board with that one. How about I just call you Mr. Maguire? We'll run with that. Right, how is it over there at the moment? What's it, what's it been like? Describe the environment, because it's a very odd time for rugby league, an exciting time for rugby league, and a, a step into the unknown. What have you made of it so far? Yeah, it is. I, I guess it's a good way of saying it. It's a bit of a step into the unknown, but the unknown can be great. Uh, yeah, you know, the way that people over here in Denver have uh, really jumped on board and you know, walk down the streets and there's signs with the the boys up on the on the flag posts and there's quite a lot of uh, sort of information around the game. So I'm really looking forward to sort of seeing what sort of crowd we get. Uh, the boys have had some incredible experiences. We went to the Denver Broncos uh, facility today and saw a, a whole new level of professionalism around sports. So I think it's one the experience for these players, but also uh, we know that we've got the job at hand. What do you think the biggest misconception about this game is amongst the public, amongst the, the, the general American public media and the like? Yeah, I, th- I think I guess probably from um, over in Australia, you know, it's probably the travel has been a, an interesting sort of uh, topic. But the way the boys have travelled over uh, and they're prepared, we've had two really good uh, solid training sessions uh, and I've been really pleased how they've come together. Obviously, you know, we're, we're all new uh, in a different way that we've got seven debutants. Uh, and a new coach, but uh, we've been able to gel and we're looking forward to the game. But what about the American public and what their thoughts are and what they're bracing themselves? Have they got a general handle on what's actually happening, do you think, Michael, or oh, not? Sorry, yeah, yeah well, oh, not really. I think they sort of um, put rugby league and rugby union together, but, uh, you know, they all got rugby, you know, and then, you know, they obviously uh, try and talk about the game. But uh, I think, uh, you know, over time, I mean, it's a market an incredible market that, I mean, if you were to get into the Americans, they all love their sport. And I think one thing a lot of the players have found out that it doesn't matter what sport it is. I mean, we're currently in a sport game uh, and the boys are uh, uh, getting a new experience of what something like that is. Uh, so, you know, they support any sport over here. I expect they'll be quite excited because, let's face it, the comparison league and union league is a hell of a lot quicker and a lot easier to understand. And I suppose if you're taking it to a virgin market, that's going to be extraordinarily helpful for you. Yeah, I think the fact that they don't wear pads is a big one. Uh, they, everyone uh, can't believe that the boys don't have uh, helmets and, and the pads on and you know they're in, running into each other the way we do. So I think that's a real fascination for, for the American market. Now, the team uh, to take on the English, and it's a very good English side that's been assembled, was supposed to be named today, but you've delayed that 24 hours. Do you want to let us know why? Yeah, I have. It's um, no reason other than just myself making sure that I'm fair and... Uh, you know, really prepared. Uh, you know, I've got a squad of 19 over here and it's the first time that I've been with the boys and, uh, you know, I've got some good decisions that I have to make in sort of the next 24 hours to pick the 17 that play. So it's purely just the fact that I've had two training sessions on looking at video and looking at the cohesion of the team and the best uh, that I feel is right for uh, Saturday's game. It's calculated risk to a degree, isn't it? But with the lack of combinations of these players and the relative, well, the newcoming fact of this as well. So it is kind of a, not a shot in the dark, but you're having a bit of a gamble, aren't you, Michael? Oh, in some ways, yes. And But one thing I've found since I've been here, the boys have actually spent a lot of time with each other through their junior footy or they know each other through various camps that they've been on. So the connection between the players is actually quite strong. Obviously, you know, the game's played. 
uh, that you know they're, they're moving into a different space. But I think the fact that they all get along really well and uh, they enjoy each other's company is a good starting point. We're talking to Michael Maguire, head coach of the Kiwis, ahead of this groundbreaking test against the English Sunday morning New Zealand time. Now, I believe you've got your spine sorted out. The areas that are up for um, debate at the moment in your own head, uh, centre, back row, is that the guts? Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So what are the debates? Who are the players and what what are you weighing up? Yeah, I sort of don't want to give out too much because obviously uh, you know, a lot of people are asking which way I want to go. But look, I've got some really exciting youngsters and I've got one or two older guys that have been there and, and played before. So it's just balancing out the fact that uh, that connection between the guys that you know, defend inside and outside and also the flow of play of how we want to play the game. Uh, that's one thing that I'm really looking at. So it's probably really the, the youth to uh, the experience is, is which decisions I need to, to make at the moment. As far as the positions that you think you've got nailed down, was there a real difficult uh, selection choice there or did a lot of them just fall into place from some of the, the older guys that have been in the team? Yeah, Jordan Kahu and uh, you know, he, he's come into the squad and you know, he's come back from injury and I've just been really impressed, I guess, with... Uh, how he's gone about his training, and obviously, you know, we've, we've got a couple of young guys there that I've picked out in the centres. Uh, so, really, it's just to have a look at those boys and the connection, as I said, in and around training. And once that's made, I'll uh, I'll definitely get it out tomorrow because I know uh, everyone in New Zealand is really excited about what team's going to be uh, named. And what about your excitement levels uh, coming in to coach a national side? And obviously, we know what happened in the World Cup last year. Hardly impressive from a New Zealand perspective. But let's leave that dead and buried. A lot on your plate, a lot on your shoulders. How does that present? How's that pressure work for you, Michael? Uh, I can't wait, to be honest. I'm actually uh, really looking forward to the game. I've enjoyed obviously getting back into the coaching. I've had a little bit of a break over uh, sort of the last few months, but uh, it's really good to be back out in the field and just talking football with the boys and trying to build combinations. How much do you take into account of what the English are bringing to this party? Are you a coach that dissects what they bring? Do you pay too much attention? Is it about what you guys can provide? How's that balance? I think at the moment, yeah, much. obviously with a new squad coming together, but in saying that, they, oh, you know, I've got a fair bit of knowledge around the players that uh, playing in England. I had some time over there uh, coaching at the Wigan Warriors where a lot of those players uh, you know, came through as juniors and then working in their teams. And, and also, obviously, uh, the Burgess boys, you know, there's a couple of them there that I've, I've worked worked with, but uh, now uh, you know, going up again. So we've got a fair bit of knowledge. But as I said, I think the real focus for, for myself and my staff and, and the playing group is, is ourselves moving forward and, and building a, a really strong base. Uh, you know, it's a new start to where... Uh, New Zealand Rugby League is with the, the changes and myself and uh, new CEOs and there's a lot going on in that space which is uh, makes a really exciting time moving forward because it's, uh, it's in our hands and you know, we want to build something very strong. Yeah, I said let's forget about the past and let's look to the future but I'm the media so I changed my mind at the drop of a hat. Have you actually looked into that well of what actually went wrong? Has there been any discussion about what you can take from that failed campaign and maybe apply to your role? Not really. I mean the, I thought the, they did a review on it. It was very thorough. Uh, and you know what? I've got full respect for the people prior. Um, you know, it's, it's it's a job that uh, you know things can fall into place, and um, you have some challenges. But uh, yeah, look, for myself, with my experience, I want to make sure that I can instill that in the organisation. And uh, you know, the the ultimate goal for everyone is to get New Zealand back to the top. And how did your induction harker roll out? Have you got that uh, under your belt yet, Michael? <laughs> uh, uh, they me yesterday, so uh, I thought I might have had a little bit of time to be able to sort of prepare for that, but. Uh, they definitely got me, um, but uh, it was good that we didn't have a major crowd around, so I think I got away with it.
Great stuff. And uh, last thing, uh, as far as conditions and crowd, what, what do you know about where you're playing and what, what it's like underfoot and uh, how many people are going to be there? They're, they're talking maybe ten, fifteen thousand. Any reason to refute that? Yeah, well, I mean, the stadium itself is uh, a historic stadium, uh, the the Mile High Stadium. And look, it looks amazing. We haven't been there yet, but we're actually training on that surface on uh, Friday. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're all looking forward to obviously uh, being able to do that. We can see it in a distance, and it's enormous. But from a crowd point of view, I, I just happened to talk to someone that's uh, well into the organising of uh, the whole event, and they're hoping that they get to 25. So... Uh, I think uh, they'd be pretty happy if they got that number. Oh, wildly happy. Looking forward to watching it. Sunday morning, New Zealand time on Sky. Michael, no longer Madge Maguire. Thanks very much for joining the programme. You go well over the weekend. <laughs> Darcy, really appreciate that.